from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Now, we specifically started the second hour with this song so that Bill George could have sang it. You don't want to hear me sing. And he's, Freddie Mercury. He's chickening out. You do not want to hear me sing. I've heard you sing, and it's a lovely singing voice, and you're just about... What did only you hear a, me sing? Only about two octaves lower than Freddie Mercury, I, I, so... You, okay, you could have, you go. We could have wanked. You wang- can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. That's not we are the champions. No, you're not putting your heart and soul. You're not pushing from the hey, diaphragm. You're not. His pants projecting. aren't as tight as Freddie Mercury's. You know, you got dual personalities. <laughs> what you know, the? you put you put him in a drive-through at McDonald's, and he's up there in the league. Goes, welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order? And he goes, I paid my dues. <laughs> Time after time. It goes th- right I, into it. And I, she's like, hello, sir. What would you like? I need two teas. You know, and he goes right into it. I, I turned around this morning. I really. I messed him up because I asked for a coffee. Well, <laughs> I was going through the drive through at McDonald's in St. Pete. And it was taking much longer than like, normal. Like sharing his story. It's a long song. And they turned around. Somebody beeped a horn. And Whoop. then somebody was yelling obscenities. Whoop. And I'm like, if somebody turns around and gets out of their car, here it comes. I'm putting the clip in the gun. It's it's on. a magazine. <laughs> Give me my ten dollars, Bill. Bill said he was going to say that this morning, and you was going to correct him. So I told it's him I take that bet, sucker. <laughs> so who won? I did. Well, see, I lost because you didn't sing. We are the champions. <laughs> So I still lost. Okay, but, but first I, off, these so why singing, would I correct you? It's wrong. You it's don't call clip. it a clip. It's not a clip. Does it? What sound does it make when it goes oh, in? Gosh. That would be click, <laughs> not clip. clip. It'd be click. The clip clicks. Hey, I have this question: Go If he's read. singing "We Are the Champions" in a McDonald's drive-through, and you're not videoing this on your phone, all I can say <clears> is Mayday triple eight four zero four ten ten. Yeah, somebody please come. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and it, the, the argument was not about a straw. So St. Pete, McDonald's conflict, not about a straw. I gotcha. Did they uh, offer you a straw or did you have to ask for a straw? They asked me if I needed a straw and I told them just one. Really? Yes. One. All it took was one one straw to change the world, my friend. Yes. One straw up the nose of a, of a turtle and that was all she wrote. This, this is what gets me. You know, St. Pete does all this straw band whatever and how much packaging you go to buy something now and it's wrapped in plastic case surrounded Everywhere. by cellophane there's bubble more, wrapped there's more plastic in the products that are out there than the straw yeah but you can put that plastic out there and the fish are going to eat it with the bubble wrap because it looks like a school of bait on top of the water or a jellyfish yeah, so it, it, it was funny because I was actually listening to some George Carlin from way back when, oh, and he God. was talking the show about is going the downhill. whole no. plastic and this and that, and 
we're going to be gone and the earth will be just fine. You know, mm. you're planning it, on leaving. No, oh. the humans, the human race will be gone and we're not going to kill the mother earth. But no, we Bill, may make it we got about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Just 10 more years. Then if we only have 10 years left and we all need to quit our jobs and just specifically uh, fish. concentrate just on fish fishing so and we can relax yeah. as, to, as it comes to an end. But yeah, Jonathan, with uh, this past week, I know you was at the ATA. Um, I know you went up there to look around because you got a store and you want to put some new product in there. But is there anything? What's the name of that store, Jonathan Swindle? A beer at Archery Shop. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, you wouldn't know it. But, uh, <laughs> but out, out there at the show. Our good friends, Chris Eaton, he was out there with Rugger Cross Blinds. Um, yeah, we were two ships in the night. For some reason, we never could catch up with each other. Well, that, that, does, that pretty doesn't big event. even sound good. So <laughs> our good friend Jeff with the uh, One and Done feeders, did you run into him by chance? No, I didn't see Jeff in them there. I did not see them. I texted him. Didn't, he didn't, I didn't get a response from him. We didn't see him there. Well, my One and Done still working great. <laughs> oh, there so is mine. Hey, they're hurricane proof. Anything going on up there that we need to know about that's uh, the latest and greatest? Because anytime you look out there, there's just so much product we, for the outdoor industry. What can you do that's going to bring something that's you got to have? Well, we've got a couple of things at the shop that we're going to be bringing in. Um, you know, we can you wanna, talk about them yet? Oh yeah, there's a couple things. There's a couple things I can't because we haven't got all the details worked out yet. But um, the trail cameras. Something we've became, we've gotten really into with the cellular stuff and all that. Um, we're doing a deal with Cuddyback, which Cuddyback is probably and still is one of the most recognized names out there. Um, they have cell cameras now that you're going to get into. I mean, just like Chris and them were talking about with the Primos cameras and stuff that you can get into for around two hundred, you know, dollars or so. Um, we were talking about it before, uh, with your spy points that they run through spy point now, instead of going through every cell phone group, um, Cuddyback has a system now, uh, that I'm going to start running to where it's called Cuddy link. And you have basically a modem that you can put on your property. Uh, it can link up to 15 trail cameras so cellular. the camera goes from the camera to the modem and then the modem comes is, uploads it uploads it to uh wherever you, you need yeah, to go it comes to you so you now, have it's okay let me ask you this if you had like uh 10 cuttybacks in the field and you had the one modem and it comes there the they charge you uh for each camera service or is it the, the modem one the modem itself so ten dollars just say ten dollars not that yeah. it is if uh, you pay $10 a month and you had 10 cameras out there, it's still just $10 a month. You set the numbers. It tells you actually has a break. Well, like your app, it has a breakdown on there of each camera, how long the camera is going to last, how many, you know, how much more space you have. Cause you do have to put SD card in the camera. Yeah. Um, yeah, but do they charge you per camera? No, <clears throat> it's a package. So it's, it's just one deal. It comes off the yep. modem. That's, that's, they pretty, offer that's not bad. A Wi-Fi version. What do you mean by Wi-Fi? Like I'm at home and I'm watching my deer in the backyard. Yeah. So he's not paying. So it's I real time. You can do video. Or yeah, but I'm saying pictures. I'm not looking to use cellular. And I was looking at some cameras and trying to go back to the old Wi-Fi 
where I could turn around and use oh, my yeah, home yeah, yeah, network yeah, yeah. in order to access those cameras and not have a repeating cell phone bill. This one, well, the way they have this set up, like I said, they're all they're doing just like Spy Point and some of the rest of them to where Cuddy Back is offering it, so you don't have to do deal with the situation your wife dealt with and I've dealt with and other people oh, yeah. have dealt with with cell phone companies saying, "Oh yeah, well you signed up for this program, but that's yeah. you know we're not doing that anymore and all that." Now it's. I've noticed that with all of them. Now it's all going to the company is doing the legwork. They're just taking it in-house. Well, I tell you one thing that I think some of these camera companies ought to offer is to some of the game wardens. Yeah. Some of these cell phone cameras. So that they can link into your cell phone camera? No, that no, no, that they can turn around and use them to watch, let's say, gates that keep getting run over on property, yeah. and they can turn around and they say... I thought they, they're already doing that. Yeah, they've been doing that for years. They've been giving those cameras and the service to them? I don't know about the service, yeah, but I know they were pulling cards. There's a there's a uh, ag deputy in Polk County that I know we and dad know very well that's, uh, let's just say there's been one hung up on I, our I wasn't here last week, but let me say this. If anybody listened to the show last week that wants to go hunt on ELAP property, you can't do it. It's Good not luck. legal. And second, they do use those cameras Good in luck. real time, <laughs> and they will come and see you before you get back to your vehicle or pickup point. Are you sure? What if I have Absolutely. an electric bicycle? You're done. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I could probably outrun them with an electric bicycle. Good luck. So, yeah, Braden, Bill don't George. people who break the law. Hey, you're the one that brought up the electric bike. We are making wild outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford, we'll be right back. And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. In the studio this morning, Brayton Gunn, Bill George, Jonathan Swindle. And before the break, we were uh, in conversation with Jonathan about the ATA show up in, wasn't that Indiana? Where was it at? Uh, it was Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Louisville Kentucky. Kentucky. Man. Louisville. I was, well, I was just a little bit further north. Not too far, just across the river. Yep. And you're back home. Yep. So up there in Louisville, uh, you know, I was, it was like wanting to pull your uh, wisdom teeth to get a little information on what was out there that was going to be good for this coming year. And I know you was talking about the cuttybacks, but what else is out there? I mean, the trail cameras, I will say this about trail cams. There's, there's so many out yeah, there exactly. to choose from. Uh, if you look at every one of the reviews that you're going to get pros and cons about them all. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we touched on off air was patience. And uh, with I, when I bought my spy points, I had them out and I was wanting instant. I want it right now. Yeah. And uh, trying to get it ready and wait until the last minute to figure everything out before it went to Illinois. Um, it's one of those things. Once you get them, you want to take and read it a little bit and find out everything there is to know, the, all the functions and features. Yeah. And one of the things that sold me on the spy point, turn it on, turn it off. Yeah. And then, of course, when you turn it on, you can just set it whether you want video or photos and and that was it. Simplicity is easy for me, and that's why uh, that's why I went with the spy point. And I will say this about them: um, I'm sure there's there's several manufacturers out mm-hmm. there that have the same. But for me, going through some of the troubleshooting and get things in uh, to figure out the last minute stuff, customer service was really phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: they are in Can- Canada. It's a Canadian based company, and their English, broken English with the uh, French accent, was a little bit challenging to understand Sorry. at first. But once you got to just to listen a little bit, 
it was no problems. Oh yeah. Well, and it's like uh, the other thing for us with Cuddy back. You know they they've gone in and they've revamped. Um, like a lot of companies, they came out of the gate and they were the gold standard for a long time. And like happens with a lot of companies, they kind of got rested on their laurels as far as who they were and what they did and everything else. Well, they've revamped a lot of stuff inside the company. Um, I mean, like case in point for us, another option we're going to offer for the guy that doesn't really give two hoots about cell cameras and everything else like we do. Um, you know, they've got a 12 megapixel camera you can pick up for a little over 120 bucks and it's as easy as easy can be has the same trigger speed leds you know i mean the whole nine yards um another product that we looked at that we're going to be bringing into the shop is badlands camo um you know i don't know if you guys are familiar with badlands um they make probably some of the best garments bags utility bags i mean they carry them at Southeastern tackle. They, they're tackle bags and stuff. Um, you know, we're going to work with those guys. One thing that I do like about them that you will not find with the higher end. If you want to use that quotation camo people is let's say bill comes in the shop and buys a jacket, pair of pants, you know, one of your outer layers kind of deals. You wear it for 10 years. And a zipper breaks. I can pick the phone up and call Badlands and tell them, hey, the zipper broke on my such and such as such and such a jacket. And guess what? You're going to get a new jacket sent to you. Or you're going to get this. No, we're sorry. (laughs) The number you're trying to reach is no longer in service due to the... The large demand of replacement clothing. Well, hopefully, if you're making good stuff, you won't have to have that. You won't have to answer that phone. I mean, that'd be a good thing to have that. I remember... um, I was always fond of the Bushland camo, but uh, the Badlands camo, I think the first time I did see it <clears throat> was over there at uh, Southeastern. But uh, looking at their site, it's some pretty good stuff, but there's a lot of brown. Are you planning on doing this with, uh, is this for out west, or do you think no. this is, they got a green version of this? Yes, so sir. That, okay. They, there's a lot of the companies, uh, Badlands and a lot of those companies like that, um, they're wanting to break into the South and Southeastern markets very, very badly. Um, and I mean, they're bad. Like I said, their, their biggest namesake, the clothing is awesome, but their bags, their backpacks and their utility. I call it a utility pack. Uh, the bino systems, like you can put your binocular, you know, the binos that you hang your binoculars on the front of you. So you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about they actually make bags that you can keep your binoculars and your rangefinders, and it's all right here to where you don't have to hunt for it. I mean, well, with you holding it right there, that's in the way of my draw. No, it's <laughs> the, it's sucked up tight to your body to where it does not interfere with. It's not just hanging around your neck like yeah. you see guys in NASCAR doing. It actually has a strap that goes yeah. around the back too, so that it actually holds it against your chest, and you can pull them straight up and. Just put them straight well, back. Well, it's down. actually got a pouch. You can put the binoculars in a pouch to protect the lenses, but you've also got the option of having your rangefinder to where you can get your hands on it, your wind checker and everything right there instead of reaching in pockets and going here and going there and everywhere else. 
So they're saying here on their website that it is a uh, Badlands legendary uh, lifetime warranty on this stuff. It says it doesn't care what happened or whose fault it was. We'll yep. fix it for free forever. And we could care less if you bought it at a garage sale or a gear swap. As long as it says Badlands, it's yep. covered. Kind of like uh, with Benchmade knives. It doesn't matter if you buy one, uh, you know, at a garage sale or find one on the street or out in the woods. You know, mm-hmm. they'll fix it too. No hassle, no nothing. That, that's pretty good. Well, and I mean, it's stu- it's it's kind of st- the stuff that we're trying to do at the shop is, is yes, is it the cheapest stuff out there? No, it's not. But, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just like the bow lines that we promote the most and Matthews, Hoyt, Prime, you know, PSE and all those guys, they have lifetime warranties on their equipment. I mean, so if you're going to spend the money, why not? Mm-hmm. And if you get it caught on the uh, palmetto frongs and it just rips open the legging, they're going to replace it. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think it- uh, that challenge. <laughs> hey, you laugh, but that challenge was laid down to me at the ATA show. He's like, I want you to find some of the rankest stuff you can find and let's just see what. Instead of going through the gate, we just crawl through the barbed wire and see what happens. <laughs> I, I was laughing because mm-hmm. at the bottom of the uh, warranty page, it actually says, um, due to the high volume of filthy packs we have received in the warranty room, we have been forced to reiterate the necessi- uh, necessity of having to clean your pack for the warranty process and to run smoothly. They're asking anybody before you send it back. Soaked in blood or yeah. mud or anything else, just throw it in the washing machine, wash it and air dry it, and then send it to us. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine some of the stuff that's arrived in the warranty department go, yeah, I got a zipper here. It's broke. Can you fix it? And it's like- It has uh, a back strap stuck in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I packed out 80 pounds of meat in it, and it ripped one of the zippers, so can you fix it? Yeah. Sure, but please wash There's it There's flies first. and everything buzzing around the box. What the? Imagine the smell of that thing after it's been in the back of a UPS truck for about a week and a half. Yikes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, before you do the warranty work, uh, just wash it nicely and air dry it. I, I need a pair of boots that gives me that warranty. A lifetime warranty on boots? <sighs> I kill them. I kill them. I don't even know if anybody does. I know Rocky well, I, used to have a pretty good warranty and... Uh, I think the only ones you can find those on anymore is um, personally uh, Doc I will Johnson. I mean, those what are those ones? Uh, the uh, Doc Martens. Yeah, I will never wear another pair of Rockies a day in my life. Mm. Why? Because they you fall do, apart. What happened, Bunky? They fall apart. They walk out of his life. The souls disappear. Any, like, any, like I said, they walk out here. Actually, the, the soles on mine didn't disappear. The inner liner of the Gore-Tex liner inside that makes them waterproof. Mm-hmm. When I'd go to pull them off, it, All would, came out. it would come out with it. That's yeah, on my high ones, my turkey hunting boots, the real tall ones. They would do that. On my short ones, they stayed for a really long time. The ones that they used to make that the zipper in the front. Mm-hmm. Love those boots. Slide right in, zip them up and go. The liner started coming out of that one, too. And I'm like, man, dude, I can't send these back. I've had them for about 12 years. <laughs> I don't think they even make them anymore. Never again. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Red Wings are really good, too. Mm-hmm. I know they have a pretty good warranty, I think, as well. Yep. And Danner. Danner does as well, too. All right, we got to take a real quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay with us, guys.
Welcome in, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Don't forget, if you miss any portion of the show or if you'd like to have some entertainment while you're uh, driving on your commute, you can always go to bigandwild.com and uh, check out the podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, all those other podcasty places that Bill George hides on the Internet. Uh, they're all over the place. and. Uh, you can uh, download them, or you can go in and uh, can you do it on iTunes or from our Facebook where you just subscribe to it and not then that Facebook, way. Not Facebook, but on iTunes you can. iTunes you can subscribe. Most like my my iPhone, iPad, all has a little uh, podcast thing. You can go in there and say, "Hey, I want to subscribe to a podcast." Put in the Big and Wild Outdoors. It'll show it to you. You could subscribe to it. So as soon as that show gets updated, it'll it'll Boom. turn around and start coming to you because I. I laugh because as I put it out there, it's amazing to me. I can just watch the, the devices that people have. I don't see the device. I could just see that, hey, the number of downloads is going click, click, click and, and moving along. So it's all those people who have it automatically set. Yeah, well, we appreciate everybody out there who does that. And uh, we always like to say good morning to California because we know we have a lot of listeners out there. Their commute times are about four times more than ours so yeah, they can listen to a couple of shows they listen to, to, point a to B. listen to the whole three hours before they, gotta they get be to at work. work at eight they're gonna leave the house at 3 30 hey bill yeah. do you have any other countries listening or uh, big, big fandom i don't look countries? at i don't look at that as far as who what all stuff i know we're huge in japan i would think you'd be big and and maybe over in europe somewhere we, <laughs> well, we, we actually, are in uh, new zealand we do have some listeners out there and was it? In Australia, I know yeah. that one. Uh, the boys down there, uh, they came up to visit in uh, Norway. I know we're in Norway. Well, Very cool. What was interesting to me is um, at one point, some of the servicemen that were overseas were calling and saying, hey, they listen to it and enjoy it while they're out there uh, doing their duties. You know, cool. it, you know, it was back in the day uh, when uh, Steve and I were doing the old show. We would have to take the show. I'll tell you how long ago this was. We'd have to take the show burn it onto a CD and mail it to the military base in Alaska so that they could play it on their um, local radio station for the servicemen up wow. there. So every week we had to mail the show out to Alaska so that they could they could listen to it. And uh, I just thought that, that was so cool. That's really and, old school with and, the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I yeah. mean, we had to literally uh, you know burn a CD and send it out there. It took forever. To do it, but you know, it was for those poor guys. I always thought, you know, they're stuck out there, and Lord knows what the temperature is. I and bet they had a huge collection after a while. You know, they could go back and listen to whatever they wanted to. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I know we have a lot of our Facebook listener, uh, Facebook likers, and stuff that are from different countries and things. Cool. There are some countries where they're not allowed to be on our page, but um, <laughs> according to our website, I know that we have people who visit from. Uh, uh, the United States is number one. You wouldn't believe what number two is. Russia. What would you think, Aaron? Uh, number two, probably. I don't. I mean. Where would be the largest population in the world besides India? China. China. Really? Number two is China. Number three, we finally got some folks over the United Kingdom. They like to listen as well. Oh, and, and number four on the list is India. And then uh, Canada, the Netherlands, France, Sweden, Croatia, wow, Italy, Ireland, hey, brethren, and uh, Switzerland, and then again in China, I guess that's a different flag. Oh, the other one was Hong Kong. That's oh, okay, number two yeah. is Hong Kong. And then the Ukraine, and then the Philippines. 
That's like the uh, top 15. Wow. You're very international. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've had 15 different countries registered uh, come in and uh, take a look at our, our webpage. I love these demographics. And then immediately run away. <laughs> I love our number one listenership, of course, is in Florida. Number two now, it got beat by California, got beat. Illinois. There and I wonder, I wonder how that happened. I wonder how that happened, Glenn. Uh, it's called uh, communication uh, between two people that know outfitters and people they hunt with up there. And, that is so funny that uh, number- it all started at the boat ramp at Lake Hancock. And you know what? <laughs> I think number three uh, might be our government uh, employee type people, military and stuff, because that one there, they will not show where they come from. It doesn't show where. Well, oh, that's Homeland Security. Back <laughs> yeah. under the Obama administration, we had a lot of uh, coming from Atlanta and Washington D.C. <laughs> itself. Thanks, Braden. Uh, well, I was know. actually expecting any time to listening. get a knock on the door or a letter in the mail, uh, especially from the IRS. Sorry, We're shut guys. Now, <laughs> sorry. Well, our, our top ten on that one would be Florida, Illinois, the unknown, uh, New York, New Jersey. Maybe because we talk about all that bear hunting up there. Jersey. Virginia, Michigan, Indiana, Minnesota, and Alabama. Kentucky didn't uh, reach in until number 11. Well, well, we're glad to have all of you. Yeah, so good morning it. to everybody. Tell your friends. Tell your, tell your friends. Yeah, We can't hunt every state and get more listeners. I guess that's how we have to do it. Want to bet? Yeah, well, you know, you're the guy who uh, gets to go out there and do that. Uh, let me, let's see, where do you hunt? Where, where do you go? He doesn't even market his own archery shop, let alone. Yeah, he's not sharing no information. Show. He's scared that if somebody comes to the archery shop, they'll find out where he's hunting. No, but when you go out west, you go to. Uh, <laughs> I guide people out west. <laughs> where, How, I mean, but, but where do you go out west? New Mexico. They got nobody in New Mexico. See? Not in the top hey. twenty-five. You're not. You're not getting to the diners enough. Well, where we hunt at is kind of a remote location. So. Well, they got. They don't live there. They got to come back. No, the, a lot of the people that we have out there, they, they're, they're residents. And I don't, well, th- and I don't think just, they have cell phone service in a lot of those places, so it's yeah, hard to get it. They probably know? don't have radio signals, so they probably do have some and kind I of internet service. And I am shocked because uh, some of our friends at the nice little general store actually have listened to some of the podcasts. Because they told me we did a great job last time I was out there. Well, then that's a, the podcast and, and the website are two different things. So, yeah. you know, that's hard to tell. But uh, we do appreciate every each and every listener who comes and uh, visits. And if you want to uh, stay with us all the time, all you got to do is go to iTunes and uh, subscribe and you'll get it instantaneously. You don't have to keep thinking about, oh, dang, I missed the show. Yeah. Uh, Just- before the uh, break, we were also talking about boots. And I did want to bring this up quickly because... Bill George threw out a name, and uh, he said he'll never buy another pair of Rocky boots. And I know you're not alone in that. I have a pair of brand new ones that the sole come off of as well. But you bought those redheads, those ones that I really like, that have the zippers on the side. Yeah. Which, did they last now, very the, long? Because you've had those for at least three years. Yeah, and the Irish setters I had prior to that were pretty good. But I did have the uh, redheads that Bill was describing. And, you know, they, they've never been worn, but the sole was missing. Uh, what? Never been out of the box. Opened up the box and there it laid. The soul was actually separated from the redhead yeah. or the Rocky. The Rockies. Rocky. Yeah, I've been I've been for my up north boot. I've been using a redhead boot and actually been pretty happy with it. I've nice. gone to all leather uppers that way I could put the the beeswax on it and keep it keep it conditioned and and whatnot as far 
versus the canvas. Now see, you already hear what he's saying. He's putting the beeswax on it with a little honey scent to pull them bears around. That's illegal, Bill. Uh, is that illegal? Uh, with the uh, walking it in, it's like putting a drag back there. I oh, bought what a, you're talking about. I don't. I don't know what kind of they are. I'll have to look. But I bought a pair of pack boots up in uh, an Army Navy store in Appleton, Wisconsin, when we were there one year when they were playing the Green Bay Packers. And uh, those boots are like the ones you described. Rubber on the bottom, leather uppers. But, man, you put your feet in those things, and if it's not 20 degrees or colder, your feet will cook in those jacks. I mean, they are thick, thick soles. I mean, almost like the Mickey Mouse boots, you know, what the sure. military has. And they are great boots, and I don't even know what kind they are. Well, they're in the back of the closet. I, I know I talked about it with Carlos when he was saying he needed to look for another pair of boots. Just because you have insulation in a boot, you got to look to see where that insulation is. Yep. Because if it's all on the bottom and none on the top, you're going to be Or cold. vice versa. Or vice versa, you know. These I, things are like big, giant you, pillows. They go all the way around your foot, top and bottom. They're pack boots, so they're I, meant to be out in the snow at all times. I, yeah. know, I know you are going to. This is going to give you some more ammunition to harass me. Uh, but <laughs> while we were there at Louisville, the hotel we were at, Across the road was a Duluth trading company. Mm-hmm. And let's just say Jonathan is a big Duluth trading company fan now. I love their underwear. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm I serious. Am, I am buck naked now for sure. They Are are they not the best underwear uh, on the planet? Oh, Seriously. Hey, hey, you don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That Maybe is- it's time you turn in your bikinis and try <laughs> Try something that gives you a little, uh, okay. a little comfort, my friend. Save the For money, the- buy an extra pair of boots. <laughs> anyways, what I was trying to say—that's not true. Because if you got canoe butt while you're sitting in a tree stand, it makes for a very uncomfortable trip. Seriously. Okay, so anyways, they they did have some great boots there too. God. I know they do. We got good boots. Oh, uh, and I'm wearing one of their jackets today. Yeah, jacket. Yeah, this jacket's from there. Freaking it's 80. It was... Don't start with Grow me. some hair. Oh, that's that's almost kind of like my Rocky jacket. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is nice, dude. Pockets everywhere and everything. Yeah, it's like all that. right. What? That's it? One <laughs> little grab? Here, put it on. It's see if you right. like it. See if it fits. Merry Christmas. Check out the L.L. Bean. Nah, nah. I tell you what, you can't go wrong with Danners, but you're going to spend a lot of money on them, that's for sure. I mean, they're expensive boots, but I wanted to give you another one, too. Iris Center has always been in the top ten, and they have actually two boots on every list just about uh, for the best boots that you can go out there, so check those out as well. We're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford and our good and fabulous friends out there with all new stuff coming in daily out there at Jeep 5 Feeding Outdoors, and soon... Low boats. Boats will be coming. Yeah, they're going to have boats out there. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. That'd be a short contest. Braden, Glenn, <laughs> Jonathan, and uh, Bill George out during the break. Uh, if there was any Glenn was that, throwing was dirt kidding. on me, man. He was. Uh, Don't even bring it up. Saying that someone, you don't want uh, smoke. Don't <laughs> someone was saying in the hunting industry that they were getting divorced and apparently they were uh, 
I was like, yeah. really? So uh, you trying to get my hopes up? And he said, well, I heard the rumors she's dating Brock, Brock Lesnar. And I went, well, I'm out. I <laughs> you don't want that smoke. <laughs> I ain't fighting that guy for her, that's for sure. There's nothing to it. I, I watched him you. carry that, what was that, a mountain goat or an elk or something up the side of that mountain? Listen, when that guy like, picks up something and carries it like I'm carrying a little yeah. uh, newspaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was probably one of the most... Oh, one of the one times where I was looking at a hunting show and just went, holy smokes. Yeah, I pick up something to drag it. It's like a, I'm breaking sweat, got in my bottle of water. He just picks something up and just totes it. Do like it over his nothing. shoulders and like, and not just on flat land, but like up the side of a mountain. No, we're going up. up there? Okay. Yeah. Here, I'll carry it. Don't worry about it. Wow. Can we all just have a Brock Lesnar guy in our backpack somewhere where we can go, hey, can you go and track that out yeah. for me there? Man? That's going to be good. I had a buddy. He was seven foot two. Big dude. Big dude. Every bit proportion. Was his name Big John? No. Did he die in a mine? No. Oh. But he was six. six. He, he was big. Oh. And I shot a pig about three quarters of a mile back in a swamp. And I turned around. I, I sit there and says, how about tracking this out for me? He said, man, what are you trying to do? Say, so just because I'm big, I got to do your work? Yeah. Carry it yourself. What's a tow truck like you charge to drag this hog out of here? I mean, seriously, I'll give you 25 bucks. What, what do you got there? You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, speaking of dragging out in the woods, you didn't have to do that. But I heard that you... Uh, there's a rumor floating around that you went and uh, wasted some uh, steel shot shooting uh, not, at the sky. Hey, pretty much. Uh, the, the steel shot waste wasn't that much. Of course, we got the opportunity to go out and do some hunting. Doug invited me to go and went to a lake up in uh, Sumter County. And yesterday is the you know you should have been here yesterday because mm-hmm. it was really it was really turned on. Guys were shooting their limits. Uh, Doug and I we got up there and set up and. Uh, we were like the fourth boat in the water, and then by the time we were done, there was like nine other boats out doing the same thing, uh, setting up for the the ducks that never showed up. Did you see Mr. Veal? Uh, no, didn't see Mr. Veal. We went on Lake uh, Panasofsky. We went to... Uh, <laughs> I was fishing. <laughs> yeah, I can't really. even pronounce the name of the lake, so I'm not even going to try. I'll just say this. It was... What did it start with and what did it end with? Uh, oh, and it was uh, over there by uh, the villages off of 44. So, uh, that being said, that's where we were at. Uh, really nice boat ramp. Didn't have to worry about anybody uh, flopping out there and floating any RVs. But uh, we did get out. And uh, you know what really made it nice is that I did get to shoot some shell, uh, some steel shot. And it wasn't mine. I told Doug, I really enjoy shooting your shells. Uh, but <laughs> It makes it more enjoyable when yeah. you're burning you up somebody it, else's ammo. Yeah. When you miss, not a problem. You got more in the box. Really? Grab well, another one. How much Actually more makes you more confident, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you're wasting somebody else's stuff, sure. You know what? Speaking of uh, retirement communities, did you hear the story this past week where the residents of Top of the World over in Upper Pinellas County are now arming themselves when they go out at night? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Not because of bad guys, but because of... Oh, they got some bad guys. They got scary dogs up there. It's got some four-legged bad guys. Apparently, they're being overrun with coyotes up there. And uh, apparently a couple of little fluffies got attacked and had one little lady uh, got surrounded by a a pack of three that were um, menacing. And now uh, you got them out there arming themselves with everything from pipes to baseball bats to pistolas out there. Yeah, so, uh, I got a raging jet in the truck. They're more than welcome to use. 
they were carrying some bear spray. I heard the. I heard the. <laughs> if bear it works spray on a bear, to... it's got to take care of a coyote. I guess that's what the mentality oh, thought was behind it. But uh, you know, it, it's amazing. This past week as well, I've got asked more. Uh, just running across someone and talking, they see me in the truck, of course. And uh, what do you do for the coyotes? What What can they use to get rid of them, make them leave? And the biggest thing is, you're not you're not going to make them leave. They're going to be around. They're you, here. And and the you, first thing that came to my mind was how many conversations have we ever heard or seen? Well, leave them alone. Leave this alone. Leave the bears. Whatever the case you, is, there we're in their habitat. Them leave. We're in their habitat, and don't mess with them. And then now that they're in your neighborhood, in your subdivision, and in your apartment complexes, now you're looking for somebody to do something for you. And and it goes back. You hear year after year these things. Don't tell us how to live in our rural communities. You live in your um suburban areas but now the coyotes have made home in those areas and now the people are looking for some some relief so well i know that they turned to the fwc and the fwc said yeah we'll send an officer out there just and the uh, of course he shows up there and goes yeah there's really not much we can do about that so uh you know do what you got to do protect your dogs you know here's what you can and cannot do and uh they there are, you go. Have fun. Live the, with it. You they know. are there because there's food. If there is no food for them to eat, they will move on. Yeah, the so, bear-proof trash cans, now you're just going to have to have the coyote-proof collars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the spike collars on every kitty cat that they let yeah, go full of? body armor. You know, don't. but the way the coyotes grab a cat, uh, you know, through the middle and shake it till it, you know, yeah. stops moving, those collars aren't really going to deter anything whatsoever, so... Uh, until you can cover them with full body spikes or uh, spray them shock with vest. Shock vest. <laughs> there you go. There's Bite on it. <laughs> there you go. That's a market. I, I guarantee you that they America's would buy it. funniest home videos waiting to happen. Well, you have you got to come up with something that would work. But uh, a shock one, vest that would be awesome because if they're uh, if they'll put little fluffy into a Christmas sweater, you know they'll put it into a shock vest. <laughs> Yeah, you might be into something, Johnson. Be, you have to do yeah. a little research. Be like Bill Ingvall. You're sitting there watching them out the front window at breakfast, and three of them are sitting there going, what? No. Nuh-uh. No. Don't go after the little one. That's the setup. Yeah. <laughs> and plus well, that, you know, what What are you going to practice with or try it on to see if it really works? Because you can't even run uh, greyhounds anymore. Your, so. great kid, your you. grandkids. Just put them on the grandkids. And now, Bill George uh, – I know that we've had this conversation before, and Jonathan, you deal with it on an almost daily basis in the cattle business, but um, for somebody out there, box traps don't work. You know, have a hearts don't work. They're too smart for that. Uh, we're not allowed to use uh, leg hold traps anymore in the state of Florida. They've been outlawed for, you know, steel jaw traps like you always see in the old movies. And uh, so what, what? What do you think they could do to protect themselves about, from that? About the only thing that you can do is snares. Yeah. Now, a snare, of course, if you've ever heard a uh, coyote that gets caught in a snare, it's uh, it's uh, pretty frightening. And now what do you do after you get it in the snare? Shoot it. Well, what not if in Pinellas County. If they're in I'd area shoot it in Pinellas County. I would not hesitate to shoot it. Either that or I'd call that officer up and I'd say, you take it. <laughs> and, and that bill will it. no longer be Come a part on, of being a wild outdoors <laughs> after that. <laughs> as long as the bullet doesn't leave my property, I can shoot it. Well, that's true. I mean, if you uh, get up there and uh, if you had a judge or a public defender or something with a nice uh, defense 410 round in it, 
with a lot of BBs and a lot of pellets and things like that. Just go get a bang stick. No. <laughs> bang stick, man. You got to get past those teeth with a bang, bang stick. stick. Uh, with the coyotes, they're here to stay. They're not going anywhere. And no, as long they're as not. there's a food source exactly. and everything's running around, and believe it or not, the cats are a big primary food source for a lot of these yep. coyotes. Anymore. And they reproduce quick. And the thing is, is as Bill George pointed out and Glenn did too, every time that you know Mrs. Jenkins goes out there and leaves a bowl for Fluffy uh, that she let go two, three days ago and hasn't come back yet, and wants to know why he's not there because he's still coming in and eating the food, but he hasn't come in the house. One, Fluffy's already been turned into uh, furry pellets somewhere out in the woods. And number two, uh, all you're doing is feeding the perpetrator who actually took Fluffy yeah. out of the equation. Or the raccoons. That, or or the, the raccoons or possums that, or anything else are coming. That's in. like Jonathan eating over or hunting over a feeder. You put that food out constantly. That coyote learns something's coming there. <laughs> eventually sure i'll just wait over here in the backyard lay down in the sun wait oh there he is <laughs> it's over but it's there and i don't know i heard uh all the things that they were doing from the sprays and the pipes and all that stuff at least they're attempting to keep them at bay and that's about all they can do now that they're there unless they stop putting out food but you know i actually talked to an fwc officer many moons ago about the ones in pinellas county and he said, even if you remove the food, he says, you got to remember that they're survivalists. They will find a restaurant, the stinky stuff that flows out of a dumpster. If it's the edge of a grease trap that's been pumped out, they can live on that. They'll sit there and lick on that thing for five days. That's pure fat. It's yep. fat and grease and food. And they will, it's like putting bacon grease on top of dog food, man. That'll yeah, keep them going for good. another week. Yep. It's just the simple things like that that'll keep them there. Uh, as long as there's food, they'll stay. Well, you mentioned many moons ago. When we come back, we'll talk about the super blood moon that's coming up tomorrow. Scary. Wonder what it's going to do for the fishing and the hunting. Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford, top of the hour, hour number three, just around the corner. We'll be right back. 